Welcome back to The Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham, and welcome to my show. And today we're going to be speaking with Glenn, who has a question. He just graduated college and wants to know if he should, no joke, I can't even make this up, buy an airplane. The guy wants to buy an airplane. He wants to know if that's a good use of his money to do that. So anyway, let's bring him on the show, see what it's all about, and I'll tell you whether or not it's a, it's a good idea to buy an airplane out of college. So Glenn, welcome to The Graham Stephan Show. What's going on? Well, hi, Graham. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you taking my question. You got it. So what's up? Well, uh, let me just provide a little bit of background about myself, so hopefully my question makes a bit more sense. I am a 22-year-old graduating college senior. I'm majoring in entrepreneurship, actually, and I'm really fortunate to be graduating debt-free, and I have a job lined up that begins over the summer. Mm -hmm. I have always been interested in aviation and just flying, really, as a hobby. I basically finished all my classes a semester early, uh, so this semester I'm taking some time to just pursue my pilot's license, among other other things, before I graduate and start my full-time job. Um, And that's something that I've always really wanted to do. The problem is, in addition to aviation, I also love saving and investing, and the two don't exactly go hand-in-hand. Flying can be a very expensive hobby, and I'm spending about $12,000 over the next few months alone just to get my pilot's license. Um, And once I start my full-time job, if I want to continue pursuing flying just as a hobby, it'll probably cost me about $1,000 every month. Um, which is a lot to spend on anything, let alone a hobby. Uh, That being said, I can easily afford it given my income. Um, It would cost me about 8% of my after-tax income um, once I start my job. So instead of projecting to save 73% of my income, I would be saving closer to 65%, Um, which sort of leads me to my question, and and that is how do you balance saving money um, or spending money, I should say, uh, and in this case sort of a lot of money, Um, on something that I would truly enjoy versus trying to save and invest as much as possible, especially while I'm still in my early 20s. Yikes! Wow! That is a... I was was not expecting that, man. Wow! Wait, so explain. So how much are you going to be making? My total compensation will be about 200K. 200,000. Uh, so it's going to cost you a thousand dollars a month. What what is exactly involved in that? Are you buying an airplane, or are you leasing one, or what? How, where does a thousand dollars a month go? Exactly. Yeah, I would be purchasing an airplane. Um, that is actually one of the more economical routes that you can take. Uh, renting an airplane uh, adds up to a lot of money over time, depending on how much you fly. And I would be purchasing with other people. So I would be forming a partnership with, say, three to five other, other private pilots. Is that so common? So that kind of spreads out the fixed costs, and it's a little bit more affordable, but still very expensive. Is that what people do? Do they, do they share the cost of a, of a plane with multiple people? Is that common? It's very common. Okay. So there wouldn't be any issue with you doing this, that in the event you needed to back out, that one of your, that one of your co-pilots... I don't know if that's a pun intended joke. I don't know if that's a funny joke or not. But one of your co-pilots there would just be like, you know, Glenn, I can't believe you would back out after two years of owning this airplane. You can't do I mean, is there any risk of just like you're stuck in this? No, it, it, it's pretty common to buy into these. I could even probably find an existing one if I really looked. And I'll be in California, which has the largest aviation community um, in the country, uh, okay. maybe besides the last. So there's a lot of private pilots that would be interested in potentially picking up my slot, if you will. Okay. Here's what I've seen, man. 
I've seen people spend a thousand dollars a month on a lot of really stupid stuff, and this to me doesn't sound as bad as if you're like, dude, Graham, I'm graduating college, and like, I really want an M6 BMW, man. That's bit like that's the car. It's gonna cost me a thousand a month. I'd be like, why, why are you doing it? this to me at the very least? From a financial perspective, you make enough money to be able to cover the cost. I mean, you, you know, to spend a thousand dollars a month and you're making, you know, two hundred thousand a year, and chances are your income is going to be going up over time. You know, it, right. financially, you could afford it. You know, and right. I okay, okay. So I might get some heat on this one, but I just think from a financial perspective, it's not the worst thing in the world. There, I said it. It's 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 I've seen much worse. And if it's something you enjoy and it's a fun hobby, you know, I think that kind of sweetens the pot a little bit. It also makes it better to know that you can get out of this if you really need to, if you decide after a few years like, "Oh, I can't do this." You know, I you know, I need to save more money. Um you could do that. So I don't right. see it as being the worst thing. I mean, sure you might be able to save and invest and, you know, build up your wealth a little bit faster, but in the end, I mean, what would you be doing it for anyway? Like you would just be doing that right. so you could go and fly later. So you may as well just enjoy it now. Because that, that's the whole point of saving and investing. It's not so that you have a big number to look at in your bank account. It's so that you, you could do stuff with it, that, with it that you really enjoy. And this being one of them and you could afford it. I mean if you were making like 30 grand a year and you're like, you know, 40% of my income after tax is going to go to work, then I'd say no. But you could afford it. Is there any way that you could turn this into into a part business and just deduct it? You know, just find a way for it to be a tax write-off? That would be ideal uh, since airplanes can be a great tax write-off if you have a business. Um, unfortunately, I am a salaried employee, so there really isn't an easy way for me to write this off against business expenses. <clears throat> Excuse me. but why? why you're um, like, you studied entrepreneurship. You can find a way. <laughs> You know, why why not just start a YouTube channel? Start the the aviation YouTube channel, and you know, guaranteed, you know, you'll, you'll be able to get the thousand subscribers and four thousand hours of watch time. Just all you would need to do is is put a GoPro uh, in the cockpit and just in, in the front of the in front of the plane, and you take it out and just provide some commentary. Just talk about life. While you're up in the airplane, right. people can can see the you know the entire landscape or wherever you're flying to. Um, I don't. Can you take people? Can you can you give people like like rides in the airplane and charge them like ten bucks? Get your buddies up with you. I mean, is that is that legal? Can you do that? It, it's legal to split the costs with your passengers. You cannot charge them and make money off of it, um, but you can purportedly split the costs. Yes. Okay. So maybe that's something you could look into or just like, can you charge them to take pictures in the airplane, like find some way around? But they're not paying for the flight, but like, you know, you got to pay me to take pictures in the airplane. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't want yeah, to get in trouble with this. the FDA wouldn't like that. <laughs> so you can't, okay. The, the FDA is very strict about this. Typically, the IRS will look at businesses that you run like this that you're trying to depreciate off your taxes, and they'll see just if, if, if there's consistencies of, of loss every year, then, then maybe they're going to look into it. Um, you know, if you do it every year for, like, many, many years, then, yeah, that's a red flag. But, uh, sure. you know, if you could find a way to be reasonable about it, and, and who's to say that you're just a really bad businessman who, you know, just consistently loses? I, I don't know. You know, I don't want to tell you to, <laughs> to, to lie about anything, but, but if there's a way that legally... 
you can create a side business around this. And legally, you can write this off. Then that would be ideal. Legally, okay, yeah, that course. makes sense. Thank you so much, Grim. Yeah, you got it. And uh, and what do you what did you study, by the way, in entrepreneurship that, that you're able to get 200K right out of college? Um, well, it's, it's in a business school. Um, so I study, you know, basic business classes in the first two years. And then, um, the second two years is more, um, of your actual in major classes. Um, in this case, it's a concentration in management. Um, so I studied sort of half theory behind entrepreneurship and then half practicality. Um, we actually went out and started businesses, um, and learned, uh, entrepreneurship hands-on. Um, wow. so it's, it's a really good combination of that. Cool. So wait, so then what job are you doing right now outside of college like this? I'm curious. I'll be doing nosy. product management. Product, product what management. Is, what does that do? Um, you, you basically, um, it's, it's, it's in the software space. I'll be working at a tech company. And, um, when you think of, you know, different tech products, they, they all have different feature sets within them, and they're constantly improving. Um, and the way that, that you improve them is you look at um, what the actual needs are in the market, and then you address those needs through new software. So that's sort of my job is looking at what will people actually want to use um, and, and, you know, what are their problems right now that we can solve with our platform. Um, and then you help lead a team of developers, engineers, um, data scientists, marketers, et cetera, to actually build out those products and features. Interesting. Well, man, that sounds awesome. Congratulations on everything. And yeah, for the, for the airplane, you know, I, I, you could afford it. And if, if you're already saving so much of your income already, and if anything ever comes up, you have the option to scale back. So right now, honestly, I don't see any risk in you doing this. You make, it, you make enough money. Congratulations. Thank you, Grim. You got it, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, keep me posted. Okay, appreciate cool. it. Have a good one. Bye. You too. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. And one thing I want to mention really quickly is that for anyone who's interested, I recently started up like a weekly group consulting, coaching, mentoring program. The link is down in the description if you guys are interested in joining. We meet every single Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and there's a private Facebook group and also private Discord that we're all involved in. So if you want to be a part of that, we meet every single week. It could be really useful if you want me to answer any of your individual questions or go over anything you want to be working on. So again, all the information is down below in the description. So uh, with that said, make sure to add me also on Instagram. I post there pretty much daily. So if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. And then lastly, you guys, as usual, if you want your two free stocks, use the link down below in the description. Weeble will give you two free stocks. We need to deposit $100 on their platform, and one of the stocks can be valued up to $1,400. So if you want your chance to get two free stocks, feel free to do that down below. Weeble is basically like a free stock trading platform similar to Robinhood, except it's a little bit more advanced. So again, two free stocks down below, $100. Enjoy. Uh, and uh, until next time.